Welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Oh my goodness, it has been such an incredible week already. It's actually Tuesday, but at the time of this recording, it was Labor Day yesterday, so we had the day off, so it's a shorter week, and I am headed out of town tomorrow actually going to an experience to hang out with the co-founder of boss babe with some friends of mine and it's going to be so amazing i'm excited to just get into a physical room again i definitely spend more time traveling with you know my family and just for personal reasons and i'm i'm excited to travel for work again and to be around people that are doing incredible things in their business. So speaking of, today's topic around leverage, one of my favorite topics in your coaching offer, I want to talk about where you can find more points in your current delivery so that you can grow faster without burning out. Now, in essence of making sure that we are speaking the same language, I want to talk about what leverage is in relation to your business. And when we think about leverage, it really is about having a greater output for the same input. We talk a lot about this, right, with scale. Scale and leverage are very obviously related. Leverage is kind of like the lever points that will create that scalability, but it's all under the same theme. When we think about doing something one time and getting a greater effort and or being able to create a bigger result without trying harder or without working harder. And so one of the things that we know, and if you've been following us for a while, there's been a lot of talk about scalable offers and really what it looks like to grow to that next level of success. And I do mention a lot about increasing your output without feeling like you need to increase your input, right? So if you think that you need to create more content to get more clients, that is not leverage, right? You're just adding more and you may get a a bump in your result, but you're not going to see sort of that quote unquote quantum leap. And ultimately you're just working harder. If you think you need to have, let's say more one-to-one clients to grow your revenue, that may be true. But at some point when you think about that, you only have a limited amount of time to deliver to -to one-to-one clients. And so all of what we're going to talk about today is where you can add more lever, leverage, what levers to pull to add more leverage in your coaching offer so that you can grow and scale without burning out. This is one of my core values and really what I stand for when it comes to building a business around your lifestyle so that you can be more present for your family for your own well-being, right? And to really, truly experience that freedom. So we defined sort of what this means, like what leverage means. And when it comes down to it, I want you to think about this if you are 
in these types of scenarios. Either you are delivering a one-to-one coaching offer, maybe you're private coaching, maybe you have a done-for-you service, maybe you're building websites for people, you're writing copy for people, maybe you're a health coach doing one-to-one personal training. When I think of done-for-you, it really is that like service-based work. You may also already have a scalable offer, like a group coaching program, or a mastermind, or a course, or a membership. And so all of what we're going to talk about today will apply to these scenarios. And it's really, really great because when I think about even a scalable offer, there's phases of it and there's elements of that that can give you more out of what you're, or get you more out of what you're doing and kind of phase this out when you think about going to that next level especially if you're transitioning from one-to-one to more of a group coaching format or mastermind, or if you're done for you trying to transition to that group format. It's going to give you a little bit more clarity of like, what can I do first so that that leap doesn't feel so big. In fact, you don't have to rip the band-aid off. You don't have to burn the boats when it comes to this transition and to do it more strategically is obviously going to benefit you. And this is what we do with you inside of Launch Like a Queen, really assess what those points are and what your season looks like, whether you are already growing and scaling that scalable offer or you're gearing up for it. And so you're not too far or too behind. You'll find so much context within this conversation. So in addition to that, also giving you some mistakes to avoid within each of these. So let's get to it. There are three ways to add more leverage in your current coaching offer, whether maybe it's even a done-for-you offer. The first way is by adding processes, okay? Processes. So when you think of processes, this is about systems, structure, rhythm, automations around the elements of your delivery that is going to help you literally save time and money. This is really, really overlooked a lot of times. And when you think about your processes for, you know, onboarding clients and delivering to them, whether it is a scalable offer or one-to-one, and you think about all that goes into that delivery, if you're having to reinvent the wheel every single time you do a same task, you are wasting so much time, especially if it is just you and or you know a VA and some contractors, you are going to be spending more time in the business than on the business. And we really want to pull you out of the weeds. And so this is my favorite and most easiest way to add more leverage in your current offer so that you can just get back more time so that you can spend time growing, right? Getting more clients and really looking at the vision of your company and helping just like steering the ship forward instead of getting so buried in the day-to-day weeds that you can't even see what's what. So when you think about some examples of this, right? When you think about even onboarding a client. I think I referenced this even in Evolution of Your Signature Program. This is something that you are doing every single time with the same client. So I want you to think about all the tasks that you do with each client that are the same, right? You're onboarding them. Maybe you're doing intake paperwork. 
perhaps you're even doing, you have a communication plan, right? So maybe it's like you have follow-up reminders or you have coaching call reminders or you have announcements or there are certain times within their experience that they have to check in, right? When you think about all these things, again, you may not even haven't, you may not even <laughs> have given yourself that time and space to think about this, but when you do, you're going to realize there is so much opportunity to streamline. So for example, one of the things that we actually found in just to even let you know that you're not alone in this, right? If you don't give yourself time and space, you're going to overlook a lot. And one of the elements that we actually overlooked or that I specifically overlooked was our contract process. So every time a client comes on, we have systems that get triggered, right? When we enroll climate, it's like they get the, uh, as soon as they sign a contract, then it triggers the payment link, which then once they pay, it triggers the welcome email and a series of emails from there. And there's the links within that that have, you know, certain paperwork and things that are necessary for their onboarding experience. If you don't have that automated in that way, that's the easiest thing to automate. Just think about what this looks like, what emails and communications they're getting, what are the first few things they need to do. If you don't get them right after they buy, so I think I saw a stat that buyer's remorse happens most often in that 24 to 40 hour window. And so if you're not immediately activating them and enrolling them into something, into next steps, you're going to lose that. And this can be easily done with automations, whether that's nurture sequences or even just things that they're getting in their email. Now, going back to this contract piece, what I didn't know, again, this is just really fun dynamics within the team when you are separated from the process a little bit. I just learned that every time we initiate a contract, there's a manual effort that goes into assigning different slots within the contract system. And so it's a manual effort. By this whole time, I'm thinking it's automated, right? Once something is triggered, like that contract, because the contract doesn't change. But what I learned was there was a manual effort being placed into the delivery of the contract itself. And all we needed to do was just upgrade our contract account so that we could automate the elements within that. But again, if because we haven't just paused until now to really see that, it was a completely oversight on my end. And so we removed the manual component within that, which again, it's only five to 10 minutes, but that adds up. And every time you have to think about doing something, whether it's sending an email or selecting something, anything that's manual, A, you open yourself up to error, and B, you're losing time. You're losing efficiency. And so when you think about processes within your offer, and this is what's so great, is you can start adding leverage in your business before you're even doing a group coaching program or doing these really intense volume. When you think about even bringing on volume of clients, if you don't have these processes, things will break. And so this is your way to really ease into that level of growth and scale and make sure that you are prepared for it, for one, and also think at that higher level. So the first way to add leverage is by looking at the delivery portion of your offer and asking yourself, where can you build a process, a system, or an automation around these components of the delivery that can help me really create more of that rhythm?
Now, the mistakes that I want you to avoid within this segment is A, setting and forgetting. Okay, so again, learning from my own mistakes, if you think about even that contract piece, that example that I gave you, one of the mistakes that I made is just kind of assuming it was being done a certain way and not having visibility into that process to make sure it's running smoothly. Okay, so when you have processes, you cannot just, it's just not set it and forget it. Yes, it's there so that you can create more rhythm and you're not always thinking about it, but there should be some sort of evaluation process or marker where you're pulling up consistently to look at the effectiveness of these things that are happening in your business. Is it working? Where is it breaking? Do we need a tool to support us here? Are there any misses, right? We're constantly evaluating that. And so I really want you to not get in the habit of just setting and forgetting. I think this is often a misconception about like this idea of like quote unquote passive income. Nothing is ever passive because you still have to put in the work to create that rhythm and you have to also create those systems where you're constantly monitoring them. The other thing is overcomplicating or over-systemizing. This would be like the extreme. If you're trying to really, uh, if you're type A, also perfectionist too, this is, you're probably more prone to this, where you're thinking more about the processes themselves and you're spending more time developing the processes than you are actually executing against them. I think this is just in line even with thinking more than doing and again I want you to have a good balance of thinking and doing but if you're over systemizing what you have to know is that you grow out of your processes and systems really fast so we don't want to over complicate them or over systemize them we do want to have them noted somewhere we want to have you know eyes on them consistently and we want to know that they're working but don't spend all this time over documenting or over complicating because it will all change six months from now So that's what I want you to avoid within processes when you think about adding more leverage in your coaching offer. And this can apply even in your business in general, right? Processes are something that give you that rhythm and give you more time because you're not reinventing the wheel every time you go to complete a task. Now, the second way to add more leverage in your coaching offer specifically is the pathway. Having a framework or a step-by-step system that allows your clients to get results. Now, this is something that I reference all the time when it comes to scalable offers. We talked about it in the evolution of your signature program. It's one of the core elements of a scalable offer. When you think about the pathway or the framework, okay, these two words are interchangeable. You'll hear me say these often, framework or pathway. It is the step-by-step, I guess, process, right? If you think about how you get your client from point A to point B and getting them from where they are now to where they want to be with the results you help them get, there is that framework, that method, that process, that pathway. And this is one of the hardest things sometimes to grasp I notice when starting to grow and scale your coaching offers, oftentimes people prematurely create these or try to replicate these without not having, without putting in the reps. 
But some of you, it comes really, really easily because you have done that reps. You've done you've done the one-to-one work, the one-to-one coaching, or even you've spent a lot of time. You know, I have clients in brick and mortar, like the clinics, they're practicing, they're di- literally living and breathing their expertise in working with their clients. And so they're seeing the themes. They're seeing the general framework for what consistently gets people results. And this is one of the biggest, biggest things that makes or breaks a scalable offer also the most complex but for today's purposes I really just want you to think in this way that when you think about your core pathway in your either one-to-one coaching or scalable offer just asking yourself questions right what are some themes that I'm seeing here what is that consistent path forward that people take that they find success what do they absolutely need to know, do, and achieve in order to get to that end result? And what do they absolutely not need? What is kind of the fluff? And as you fine tune your offers, you'll notice that it's not necessarily about adding more, but it's removing less, or sorry, it's removing more. It's about having less steps. If you think about the bare bones of helping somebody get results, oftentimes it's not as much or as complicated as you think it is, or even as complicated as your client might think it is and you'll notice these themes the more that you work with clients and so when you think about the leverage in your coaching offer whether it is done for you or one-to-one or already a group coaching program or mastermind you will really want to get solid here or else it will feel like you're always reinventing the wheel or having to -to one-to-one coach these people or they're not getting the results. This is one of the most important elements of a scalable offer. But it's also, again, sometimes the most complex item within this concept. So I don't want you to overthink this. It'll come pretty natural. If you are actually doing the work with your clients, I find that again, it comes really easily when you have those solid reps in. And I talk a little bit about like the overall evolution of this in your signature offer. But when you think about the tangibility around this, so one of the things that our clients get when they come into our programs, our scalable programs, is a roadmap. And it's like, these are the things you need to do, right? It's watch this lesson. It's do this thing. It's show up to this coaching call, submit this thing, right? So I'm literally telling them what their journey looks like or what to do. If you want optimal results, this is the best path forward. So it's the tangibility around even the roadmap that they get, but also bigger picture for you to really think about like, what is the fastest, best way to get my client's result? How do I remove as many barriers as possible? And only give them what they need because more does not equal more the mistakes to avoid within this area is having too broad of a pathway so if you are trying to solve a lot of different problems for your one person in the one offer it will become really heavy people will get lost they'll get discouraged if they're not getting wins you see people lose that engagement they're not going to be able to even get the small or even large wins And too broad of a pathway also creates more confusion and overwhelm for your clients. And so the more narrow and specific, the better. Now, of course, as you layer in, there might be elements where people can come at different points and experience the offer in the way that they need to, but this would be a very, a much more advanced way 
to take your people through the offer. So like with Launch Like a Queen, we're building out different iterations of a roadmap so that people can come in even earlier on because right now you we do expect you to be at a certain level in order for it to be applicable but we are ready to start looking at different tiers of that roadmap so that you can get exactly what you need maybe if you're a little bit before that quote-unquote initial step or if you're a little bit more advanced right so really thinking about what is that journey that someone would take if they're here versus here and can we meet the needs of them in these two different ways but don't start there start with the one core pathway the very specific avatar that is solving a very specific problem so that you can get them in and out and to the results that they want and the more narrow and specific that you do that the more people you can take through that offer and protect the integrity of that experience. When it's so broad, right, you're gonna have too many different variables and different types of avatars and different types of roadmaps that create just a little bit of a cluster. The other mistake to avoid, and I mentioned this earlier, is prematurely trying to create the pathway. So I see this a lot in the coaching industry where, you know, scalable offers, they are so sexy, right? Group coaching programs, it's like all the rage. It's like launch a group coaching program and coach one hour a week. But a lot of times people haven't developed their coaching ability and or really developed that expertise around that particular niche to deliver in a way that needs to be delivered in a scalable way or in a pathway. And so we're playing the guessing game. We're kind of assuming that people want this when they actually need that. And then we get into volume issues and marketing and selling. And it really is at that point, just trying to move a boulder up a hill. And it is gonna feel so frustrating. You're going to feel really defeated because you're not meeting your revenue goals. And also you're not gonna have happy clients. And so if you prematurely try to do this, it will infuse into all other layers of the business. So wait until you really feel confident in that framework and at least having some consistency with your clients in working with one-to-one or or in a done-for-you component. And then you'll get to move into that framework, that scalable offer, and start to test and evolve. It's not even a one-stop destination when you're ready for that pathway to really test through a volume of people right when you move into a group coaching program and you test that core pathway the first time you'll notice there's still tweaks that need to be made and you should always be evolving your offer as you grow you're going to learn so much just by doing it and so it's not just like it's just this one thing And we set it and forget it, just like your processes. So give yourself that room to evolve, but prematurely putting yourself in that situation will really, really hurt your revenue and your reach and just your overall confidence. So that's the second way to add more leverage. And again, it's a little bit more of the more complex, but really one of the most fundamental elements of a scalable offer is the pathway. Now, the last way to add more leverage in your coaching offer is to bring on people okay so we have processes pathways and now people and 
these are people that, yes, they're a part of your team, but we're not really talking about, you know, team in general. Obviously, that's one of the core elements of growing and scaling is having a team that can support the growth. But from delivery perspective, so client delivery, fulfilling on your offer, whether it's your group coaching program, your mastermind, your done for you, your course, your membership, having people that can fill the gaps in the delivery where you're not the only expert, okay? So let's say you're a health coach and you have a core pathway that helps women lose the last 10 pounds of their postpartum pregnancy weight. And you are really good. You've done this for yourself and you have done it many times over for your clients and you're ready to have, you know the pathway, okay? And core elements of that are obviously nutrition and exercise and mindset. Now, as you grow and scale this offer, you may notice that even though they have the curriculum that's addressing these core components of the offer, they're coming to coaching calls maybe once a week with you to kind of fill the gaps of like where their unique scenarios or nuances or challenges are. You're noticing that a big piece is mindset. And instead of you being also the mindset coach, maybe you add an element and bring on a mindset expert, right? Maybe you have a full coaching session once a week that's just for mindset coaching. We've done this before. It's so effective. And obviously with any niche, honestly, it's there's always going to be the biggest thing is mindset. But instead of adding more coaching calls to your calendar, right? Maybe you have a expert come on that is going to specifically help coach in the mindset component every week so that they can really stay out of their own way in losing those last 10 pounds. Now, this could be in all ways, right? When we think of people, this could be when it comes to a delivery service. So maybe you're doing more website delivery or copy, you're building out meal plans or training plans. Maybe there's people that also help you deliver on that, right? So if I think about our agency clients, right, and how I'm delivering and doing their full-scale launch and scale their offer, right, I have a team to support that, so I'm not the only one doing that. If I think about even the agency that I work with for ads, right, it is not her that is only doing the work, the, you know, the founder of the agency. She has strategists under her. She has copywriters, right? So she is building a full infrastructure to support the delivery of my ads so that she is not serving all of her clients in all the ways. Now, when it comes to a coaching offer, right, so more in line with a group coaching program or mastermind or even a one-to-one, What I don't want you to necessarily do or what I wouldn't recommend is trying to duplicate you, okay? I would say maybe this is longer down the road. And when I think of the vision of our programs, I will likely never fully remove me. But what I see people do, especially even in the multi-millions, is they try to put coaches in that can fully kind of allow them to be removed from the coaching for the most part. And so they just bring in these coaches as the core coaches of the program, but it's lacking a lot of the fundamentals of the brand, of the framework, and they're just kind of a plug-in. And so instead of trying to replicate you, I would really encourage you to look at expertise, different expertise that can complement the pathway or the offer and complement the client. 
I don't want you to get in the business of like just adding more to add more. It really is from a data perspective of noticing like this is where your clients are getting stuck or this could completely like enhance the overall experience or offer and giving more breadth and depth to the delivery. But overall, really thinking about different expertise that can complement yours instead of trying to replicate you. And so when it comes to people, you might feel this pretty heavily when you have not just volume, but also you want to go deeper with your clients. Again, you're noticing that, yeah, a lot of your clients are getting results, but there's this one component that if you had or that they had, right, it would kind of really, really round out that offer to create more 100% result for your clients that come in. And so one of the things that I really want you to avoid, aside from just duplicating yourself, is not having frameworks in place or really teaching these people how you coach or how your frameworks are specifically and or your values. So when you have misalignment and values and you have, this is like team, right? If If the team isn't alignment to the values and the mission of the company, you're going to have a really, really janky foundation of a company. It's no different with the coaches or supporting experts that you bring in to deliver to your clients. If there's a misalignment in values and they're not really bought into the mission, it just won't work. So don't do this just by nature of saying, oh, I have a friend that said they could support it this way. Maybe, okay, maybe they are a friend and maybe that could be a good fit, but make sure you do your due diligence just like you would be hiring a new team member. The other thing to avoid is having too much of a hands-off approach to the experts or coaches that are supporting your clients. So you really want to make sure you have insights and visibility into how that's humming along. I remember a while ago when I brought in a copy coach, probably, I don't know, two years ago, I kind of just like, cool, like my clients are getting supported while I'm like working on the business, right? Which is so awesome. They're getting supported without me specifically but over time what I learned was like there was some things happening behind the scenes that I wasn't privy to this is, just goes back to everything else your processes that you need visibility right pathways that need constant monitoring nothing here is a set it and forget it you have to be the CEO of your company you have to be the CEO of your offers and make sure you have a pulse on everything that's moving you don't always have to be the one delivering the thing but you do have to know the effectiveness of the delivery itself. And so when it comes to people especially, really making sure you have processes around that that are monitoring the effectiveness of that particular person. And perhaps it's, you know, some random surveys and things like that that are sent out to clients, but also just getting in alignment to does this really, is this a good fit? Is this a good culture fit, right? And also, is it truly providing more value to your clients or is it just noise? And some of this you might learn through that trial and error, but I would encourage you to experiment with that if you are really resonating with that and you're ready for that. So those are the three ways to add more leverage in your coaching offer, which again is really just so applicable to any area of your life really or any area of your company, but specifically to your coaching offer if you want to take more of a phased approach to, you know, growing and scaling your offers and or you really just want to have more harmony in your business. This is 
really what you have to look at when you're starting to make that leap and a lot of people wait too long and so they lose out on that opportunity or they're prematurely doing these things without any guidance and so it's just creating more work without really the result on the other side of that you should be seeing a larger output okay so a larger result in proportion to your input. So if you're not seeing that, we want to figure out what's happening in the offer itself and where we can create that leverage to really, really quantum leap so that you see that on your end, right? Your revenue, your lifestyle, your flexibility in your business, the harmony, the less stress. And also we want your clients to experience that as well. We want your clients to be getting better results, faster results while you're evolving your offers. If we're out of step there, that's when we're at risk for a reputation and also potentially like regression if we're not getting our clients the results they came for. I also gave you those in the order of which I would look at them. Okay, so the first thing, absolutely processes. You can do that now no matter where you are in your business. Now, some of you may not have enough even volume right now to even know what to put processes around. Just get the reps in, really fine-tune your marketing and selling skills. But either way, really, really look at where are my opportunity for processes, okay? And then pathways in really... Not maybe implementing it yet, but really, really paying attention. I find that people have the biggest results in this area when they are really leaning into it and they're seeing those themes and they're seeing those patterns and they're studying them and they're documenting them, gearing up for that. And then lastly, the people. I would not bring on people to support your offer until very last of all three of these, until you have processes around it, you have that proven framework or that proven pathway. Then when you have the resources to support it, like the financial means, and it makes sense to elevate and enhance the offer, then I would bring in the people. So I hope this was helpful. These are all things that we really look at when you come in to launch like a queen and or really our higher level mastermind in looking at where's your lever for scale? Where do we need to start? Where can we put some rhythm around and really see those movements in both your life and your clients' lives? So if you want more information on that, definitely click on the link in the show notes and book a call with our team. But until then, I hope this was really value-packed. Well, I know it was really value-packed, but I hope that you really walk away with at least something you can do right now because, again, wherever you are in your business, there's definitely something here, especially if you want to have more harmony in your life and your business. These are the things that we want to look at. All right, my friend. I'll see you next time. Hey, you. Thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs just like you are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. I'll see you there.